Hello, and welcome to the Underlying Answers Allergy and Mast Cell Podcast. My name is Cindy Costley, and I am your host, a survivor and mast cell thriver. As an award-winning author, a speaker, and an allergy mast cell wellness coach, my mission is to inspire individuals to heal the underlying reasons behind their allergic reactions and step into a life full of joy as they embrace all they are meant to be in this world. I do this by providing step-by-step guidance as they take their life back and heal. I hope my podcast will inspire you to choose you every single day and begin to heal so you can live the life you have always dreamt of. Now, let's get going with this week's episode. Welcome to week two of the Underlying Answers podcast. In the first podcast, I shared my journey about how I went undiagnosed for over 34 years. And now today I'm super excited to share how I stepped into healing and began this incredible journey of healing the underlying answers behind my allergic reactions. And in reality, healing every single aspect of my life. So I won't be going into all of that today because that's just far too much to talk about in one episode. But I do wanna share with you today how I originally started healing and what really made the difference for me. So it all really started for me back at age 48 when my family and I were supposed to go to Lake Powell on a houseboat. And there were about 20 of us. We were super excited, ready to go, all packed up, leaving the next morning. And suddenly we get a phone call that the houseboat we were going to be in sunk. Yep, it sunk. So we quickly pivoted. We had too many people ready for a vacation just to give up on it. And we ended up at the Delta, the Sacramento Delta in Northern California. Now, this is a lake that we had never been to. Few members there of the family had been my husband and I had never been there. And I wasn't too worried though, because lakes didn't usually cause a problem for me. So, uh, but of course at the back of my head, there's always a little something that says, what if, but I really was trusting that this was just going to be a great vacation. Like it always was at Lake Powell. So I, we arrived to the lake and it's very hot. So for any of you that know Sacramento, it is a very hot area, especially in, I believe we went in July that year. And Within a few hours of being in the water, because of course we quickly unpacked and jumped into the water and we were swimming and water skiing and I got to have a great run with my brother and sister, the three of us behind the boat water skiing, that was super fun and kind of brought back old memories of how we used to do that when I watched my parents do that when we were young and uh, that was super fun. Anyway, within a few hours, I ended up at the hospital. So my husband And I looked at the rashes on my body and said, we have to go take care of this now before something, it turns into something worse. So we end up at the hospital and like usual, they wanted to give me a steroid, which at that point I could no longer tolerate. And I ended up instead just, I believe I got an antibiotic. It's been a while, so I don't remember exactly, but they gave me something to help with the rashes. And, um, we weren't really fully clear on what the cause was, although we kind of over time um, just kind of narrowed it down to the pesticides because there's a lot of farmland around the Sacramento Delta. And so we think that all the runoff from the um, pesticides into the lake maybe did that to me. So I have rashes from head to toe, just like I used to get. And I kind of knew the routine. It takes some time. That was the first day, unfortunately, or the second day, because we got there late first day and then blah, 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 packed. But really we're on second day of a 10 day vacation. 
And so it was pretty miserable. I have to say I did the best I could. I couldn't go in the water again. And it was very, very hot. Even the showers affected me uh, at the Delta. So it was kind of a tough road for me, but I wanted to stay there with my kids and the rest of the family. And so and the grandbabies and all that. So I stuck it out. And when I got home, something had shifted in my body and I, I recognized it and I didn't know exactly what to do with it. But over time, I quickly realized that my body was not recovering from that allergic reaction. So again, normally I would have this reaction. I would sit down or, you know, do my routine of healing it, take a week or two, and then the rashes would clear out and I kind of get back to my normal life. Sometimes a little longer, but that was the average. But this time what happened is something triggered in my body and I was just having one allergic reaction after another, after another, after another. So things that I hadn't been having allergic reactions to, thing, you know, everywhere I went, people I was talking to that I would hug if they were wearing a perfume. You know, I always have had to be cautious being around individuals like that, but never to the extent of what it was like. And I wasn't, my body wasn't getting a chance to heal. And about eight months of this, and I could feel my body shutting down. I, I just, I couldn't get a break. I was hibernating in the house, not going anywhere. My husband was bringing everything in, doing all the grocery shopping. We just kept thinking if I could just give it a rest, and you know, let everything settle, it'll be fine. But it really wasn't fine. The doctors had no idea, they were clueless. Uh, and I mean clueless in a lighthearted way, they were just like puzzled, couldn't figure out what it was. Uh, that's at the time when I saw a different, I went to a different MD just to kind of have them check it out. And uh, they started talking about mast cell activation syndrome or mastocytosis. So that was actually the first time in my life that somebody had mentioned the, those disorders. And when I looked them up, I thought, oh my goodness, this is my whole life. Like it just made sense. All of a sudden, everything I'd been through for the last 34 years made sense to me. On the same side of that, I didn't like what I saw. So reading it, I didn't like that there really wasn't any solutions. It was a lot of medications. It was a lot of you know controlling it bone marrow biopsies, you know, potentially cancer, um, not cancer, well, it can lead to cancer, but also potentially, um, you know, going on a low dosage of chemo, just a lot of things that I was reading that I just felt very uncomfortable with and thought this can't be my only solution. And at the same time, I could feel things getting worse and worse. And my, my liver and kidney enzymes had tested very extremely high. As a matter of fact, the doctor had said that I had a uh, liver of an end-stage alcoholic and I didn't drink, I hadn't drank in many, many years because every time I used to drink alcohol within two or three days, I'd have a, just a complete immune system breakdown and end up with the flu. So I stopped drinking many, many years ago and I just, I, I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know what was happening, but I knew it wasn't good. And I could feel that something really bad was happening inside my body. And I'm, and I'm using these words because that's how I felt back then. So I, I spoke to my husband one night and I said, you know, I can feel that my soul wants to dance and it's going to dance either here in heaven or on earth. And I feel it happening. And basically what I could feel without knowing how to explain it was that my soul was just so tired of being in this uncomfortable body. It was just done. It was like, I'm checking out. I want to go home. But I didn't want to go home. I wasn't ready to leave this earth. I wasn't ready to say goodbye to my grandbaby. 
and my husband and my friends and my family. I wasn't ready for that. And the very next day, my sister comes over and she's looking at me and she grabs my shoulders and she says, you are dying. She shakes me, says, you are dying. We have to do something different. And I knew she was right. I could feel it. And I'm not saying that was a diagnosis. The doctors weren't saying that. It was just something I felt from the core of my being and she felt as well. So we got to work. We said, okay, we've got to do something different. I've got to figure out a different doctor, figure out a different path. And she had a connection with Dr. Mark Hyman, who was a world-renowned functional medical doctor. And she was able to get me in, which is just amazing because he's months and months and months in the, on a wait list to get in to see him. But he had a cancellation and due to her connection with him, we were able to fly to Massachusetts within about, a, I think it was about three weeks later and get in to see him. And instantly, you know, he put me on a couple of regimens. One, we started to get rid of the yeast in my body. So with functional medicine, he kind of opened my eyes because it wasn't just looking at the allergic reaction. It was looking at all the underlying things, all the other factors that are out of balance and not working right in my body that are contributing to the allergic reaction. So maybe not causing them, but definitely contributing to them. So the first thing he did is put me on an anti-yeast formula and I did have major yeast overgrowth. Um, for sure. And at that time, and we talked about my diet and then uh, I did a ton of testing. I mean, I, a, a level of testing I've never done in my entire life. And he sent me back uh, to California. And then in my follow-up appointment, we went over all of my test results and, you know, basically just, there wasn't a lot to show other than allergic reactions, there wasn't a lot out of place. So we checked the thyroid, we checked my kidneys, which of course my kidneys and liver enzymes were high, but there was no reasonable explanation as to why that was happening and why my liver kidneys, my liver enzymes were, you know, showing up like I was an, like an end-stage alcoholic. Like why, why was that happening? There was no reason for it. And so we did some what we did is a process elimination said, okay, first we're going to address this issue. I did have some SIBO, um, which is small intestinal uh, bacterial overgrowth. And we needed to address that, but we were going to wait a little bit. And so we just kind of talked about one little thing at a time. He wanted me to try some drops. And so he sent me some drops in the mail, but he said to be very cautious. And these are basically little drops, kind of like allergy shots, where there are drops that of almost everything you're allergic to, which for me was everything. So again, Everything in, on my chart played, you know, showed very high in allergic reactions, but nothing else showed really out of place or out of balance. Um, and that's where, you know, we were all so puzzled. And just to clarify, my IgE, which is the allergen count in your body at the time, was about 3,400, and uh, which is very, very high because in Western medicine, they like it to be under 118. In Eastern medicine, they liked it to be about 52 to 54. So of course, 3,400 was very, very high. So I've got a little off track, but going back, I saw Dr. Um, uh, Mark Hyman, and then I just realized I need somebody local. So I decided to stop working with him and try and find a functional medicine doctor that was local. And I found this amazing man about two hours away from me, um, Dr. Mark Craig uh, Mortensen. Yeah, Dr. Craig Mortensen. And he was fantastic. He did a few more tests. And basically he said, we have to stabilize your body. Like the very first year he said is going to be all about 
stopping these allergic reactions, stabilizing your body, calming your system. At the same time, I had a cortisol um, count of 0.4. So what that meant was that my body was only producing, oh, 0.6, sorry. My body was only producing cortisol at 0.6%. Now what happens is once you stop producing cortisol, your body cannot continue to, to start it up again, cannot um, start making it again. So you have to go on synthetic cortisol, which he was very clear, my body would not be able to tolerate. So I had to rest every four hours. I was not allowed to be awake longer than four hours. And that's really what I did. I watched my diet. And I know I talked a little bit about all of this in the first one, so I don't want to go into it too much uh, in terms of the podcast, but I do want to just reiterate that that first year was really spent resting and calming my system. But at the same time, I knew there was so much more. I knew that, you know, it wasn't just about medicine. And I don't know how I knew that, but I, in, in the core of my soul, I knew that I wasn't going to heal if I only focused on what was happening with the physical body. So this is where I want to go into how I took on um, and it took on a whole new approach and started really looking at the spiritual side of things. So I hired a spiritual therapist and started seeing her and she was doing some healings on me and kind of helping to open my eyes about some things and helping me understand energy in the body and, you know, just really helping me to change my mindset, look at how I was thinking and the, what I was saying to myself and, you know, I, I really considered myself just the girl allergic to the world. And I had this real negative um, take on what was, what my role was, what my identity was. And so she really helped me to start looking at other ways to look at myself and look at what was possible for myself, as opposed to always just looking at the day-to-day -day and the allergic reactions and all the things that were happening to me. And so I saw her and Dr. Craig Mortensen for about almost a year, about nine, 10 months. And then I decided I needed to switch to a functional doctor that had, um, could take my insurance. So I was really searching hard for somebody and I found this doctor, Dr. Akil Palanasamy. He's in Northern California and I drove six hours to see him. And at the same time, it took me six months to get in to see him. He had a six month wait list. And at the same time, my niece had said, Aunt Cindy, you have got to go see this lady, Lynn Austin. And she's a healer. And he, she's like, I promise you, she's going to be able to help you. So I'm telling this story because it's so powerful what happened to me. And it was incredibly eye-opening. And it gives me the chills to think about it to this day because it was the moment that I knew that there was so much more possible for me. So backtracking a little bit, I had scheduled an appointment with Dr. Akil Palanasamy and Lynn Austin. And not by coincidence, I've learned now by divine interaction, their appointments were one day away from each other in six months. So beginning of January, I was going to see both of them. And um, one was going to be over the phone, uh, the healer, Lynn Austin, and then Dr. Ka uh, Palanasami, which was up in, San, in San, uh, San Francisco at the time. So I had to drive up there. Now I have had the flu. So my husband and I at Christmas had both gotten really sick and we had um, gotten the flu and it went into my lungs just like it did every year for all those years. I got bronchitis. And so when I drove up to San Francisco, I was very ill. I had a fever. I knew I had bronchitis, but I hadn't 
actually gone to the doctor yet to get on an antibiotic. I was broken out in a rash and I was a mess and my husband didn't want me to go, but I knew, I just knew I needed to go see this doctor. So I pushed myself to get up there. Unfortunately, he had just started a new job, so he couldn't drive me, but I did it. I got up there. I was staying at my brother's in his motor home because that's where I stay even to this day because of his cats and dogs and animals because we haven't um, desensitized my body to animal life just yet. But I, so I'm sitting in the motorhome. I have this phone call with Lynn Austin. And you guys, this is where I'm just blown away by what happened to me. Because this is the moment that I recognized that there was so much that we don't know and so much possible for ourselves when it comes to healing. So I'm in this motorhome. I'm desperate. I had, I had at that point at my brother's, I went to um, urgent care and got an antibiotic. And then the rashes came on even higher from the antibiotics. So I had an allergic reaction to the antibiotic that I was on and I was a hot mess. I was so sick and full of allergic reactions from the rashes and the um, skin issues. And I'm on the phone with this woman. And first thing she says to me is, why do I see you in a box? Which is funny because I was in a motorhome. And then she goes on to tell me things that there's no possible way she would know about me if I, you know, unless I told her. And so I knew there's gotta be something kind of real about this woman because she knew things about me that I had no idea that I hadn't told her. And first, one of the first things she says in the very beginning of our one hour together is tell me what happened to you at age 14. And so I told her about being raped at age 15 because that was the story I was used to telling for all those years. I had never told one soul what happened to me at age 14 up until that point when she said, tell me what happened to you at age 14. And when I told her about being raped at 15, she said, that's not what I'm talking about. She said, tell me what happened to you at 14. And that's when I told her that I had been with some family, a family friend that I trusted. They gave me some alcohol, which was I was 14 years old. It was the first time I'd ever drank and it was ever clear. I passed out and I ended up naked in a forest, waking up naked in a forest with four or five boys on top of me. And that was when she turned, she said to me, this is the cause of your allergies. Your allergies are emotional. Your, every, your reactions are your body's way of protecting you. And I just couldn't even believe it. I just thought, no way, that's not possible. And so I thought about it and I listened to everything else she said. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna put some thought into this. That's kind of weird that she knew about that, right? Like how could she possibly know about that? And even though she was referred by my niece, my niece didn't know about it. So there's no way she told her. So. I was not one of those non-believers, but I also had never experienced anything like this before for myself. So I was really having a hard time swallowing and digesting everything she had told me. And during the time, the hour we were together, she would say, oh, that's so beautiful. Okay, I'm gonna clear your energy. I'm gonna clear it. Oh, you have most beautiful energy. And she would say all these lovely things. And then she'd tell me something that would blow my mind. And then she'd clear my energy again and tell me something more that blew my mind. And it was just this hour of all of that, right? So I get off the phone. I don't tell anybody about it. My brother and sister-in-law bring dinner into the motorhome. We have dinner. I didn't tell them about the meeting because I just didn't even know what to think about it. 
I go to bed and I wake up the next morning and I'm not joking you, all the rashes were gone. I wake up and I'm completely clear. And even my sister-in-law, who is a total non-believer and just thinks my whole family's cray cray and just thinks all this stuff is just so woo-woo and, and ridiculous, looked at me and said, you are making me a believer because because I, I ended up telling them about the meeting because there was no other explanation as to why I went from being so sick and having rashes all over my body to being completely clear. And friends, this is the moment that I said, there's more than that's possible for me than I could ever imagine. That was the moment that I knew if she could do that over the phone, if she could do some sort of healing and send me some beautiful energy that cleared these rashes over the phone. What can I do? What's possible for me? What can I learn how to do to heal my own body? And that was the moment I, I started my down the path of really digging deep and, and, and being willing to look at how spirituality, how energy can help to heal us. So the very next day, I go to see Dr. Palanasami, and first thing he says to me is, when you get home, you need to go right away, start something called NAET. I had never heard of it, didn't know what it was, and uh, it's, he told me, look it up, and you can look up a practitioner near you, and uh, he just said, start it right away, and I just was desperate, so I was willing to try anything, so I was like, okay, I'm going to go home and look up this thing called NAET. And I get home and he does other tests and other things as well. And he's looking, he's absolutely, he said, I hundred percent, I believe that you have at least mast cell activation syndrome. But what I loved about him is he said, but we're not going to worry about the title. Why, why do you want to know the title of what you have? Because once you set your mind to something and you say, I have this, just like all those years, I have these allergies, I have chronic allergic reactions, I have, I am allergic, all these things your body says yes to. Yep, you're saying I have it, okay, you have it. And so his whole take was, let's look at what's going on with you and be real, but let's not label you because we want to heal from a holistic point of view. We want to tell your mind and your body that you are well. And we, and so he kind of started that dialogue with me, helping me to understand a little bit more about how our talk and our words are heard by our cells and can make a difference. So those two days were really powerful because I had this whole spiritual moment and the rashes cleared up. Matter of fact, when I went to him, I said, you wouldn't believe what I looked like yesterday. And luckily I had taken some pictures so that I could show him because I looked so beautiful and he wouldn't even think I have an allergic reaction. Although he did see my blood results and said, you definitely, you know, have severe inflammation and allergic reactions happening in your body. And so I went home and I started NAET and I, I looked up a practitioner and the one I found was about two hours away. So it was quite a way, a distance from me, but I thought, okay, I'm going to try it. It was the one he recommended. And I thought, okay, I'm going to try it. And it's the founder's sister that I ended up driving out to see in the beginning. I didn't last very long just because it was too far away. But in the beginning for the first five or six visits, I saw this beautiful lady that um, did the NAET and I drove to her every week. And in my very first visit with her, 
guess what she asks me? Tell me what happened to you at age 14. Can you believe that? She said to me the same exact thing that the healer had said, tell me what happened to you at age 14. And when I told her, and I again had said the 15 year old, and she said, no, tell me what happened to you at 14. And that was when she said, too, that my allergic reactions were a big part, that that trauma was a big part of my allergic reactions. So I share this story because this is the beginning of my healing journey. And between my spiritual path and being willing to be open-minded, being willing to look beyond myself, beyond what the doctors are saying, beyond what the physical world tells us is real and true for us, I was willing to look at beyond that and what else is possible and being willing to try a new treatment like NAET, I have healed. And there's a lot more to my healing story. That was just the very, very beginning of it. But I wanted to share this in this episode because it's so important for you to realize that there's so much more that we don't know and there's so much possible for you. We don't have to suffer. We aren't made to suffer. We are made to learn and grow. We all go through things. Nobody gets through this world unscathed. Nobody gets to go through this world and this journey without trials, tribulations, challenges, and some are much more difficult than others. I used to think for years that I shouldn't complain because people have it so much worse than me. And yes, a lot of people did. And yet what I had was a lot of suffering and very difficult. And it was okay to acknowledge that, although I never did. So my healing journey has brought me into this beautiful understanding that we go through things to push ourselves to grow. My body with every allergic reaction was literally screaming at me saying, listen to me, feel me, hear me, heal me. I just didn't know how to listen. All those years, I just didn't know how to listen. So in this episode, I just am so grateful to share that very beginning of my healing journey and how the steps that were taken to be able and to get me to that place of starting down this amazing journey. And in future episodes, I'm going to be talking about so many different things that happen and, you know, all and, and piecing out the healing journey. But that was the very beginning step. First, it was me saying yes to doing something different, to, to, to looking at life from a completely different perspective, to, to looking at doctors from a completely different perspective, like going to a functional doctor. I didn't even know what was a functional doctor back then. I had no idea that even existed. And Dr. Palanasami, who is still my doctor to this day, you know, he's an MD. He studied at Harvard and did, he did his undergrad at Harvard and uh, res his residency at Stanford and then medical school at UC San Francisco. But then he went to India and studied for two years in holistic Ayurvedic medicine. And so I found a doctor that was willing to look at those underlying reasons behind my allergies. And that's how I healed. And then I also opened up spiritually and was willing to ask questions and let my healing unfold on a spiritual level as well as a physical level. And we all have 
different, you know, spiritual paths. And I honor that and respect that. I'm just sharing mine and what's true for me. And what's true for me is that I know I would not be healed today if I didn't say yes to the truth of who I am. If I didn't say yes to trying new things, if I didn't say yes to looking at a completely different way of, of, of looking at my healing journey. And if I didn't say yes to fully committing to healing, because I knew I had to be all in, I had to be all in and do whatever it took to heal because I was, I was at that press point in that point in my life that I was either going to, things were going to get a lot worse fast or I could heal. And I chose to heal and everybody can do that. Every single person on this earth can make that choice. It's just a matter of committing to ourselves and being willing and open-minded to trying new things. So, so grateful I got to share this with you and, you know, message me. If you have any questions, you can find me on, um, you know, all the social media sites at the underlying answers. You can message me through my website or even through um, this podcast. I'm so grateful to have you listening and please share this. If you, this podcast, if you know anybody that might benefit that's suffering from allergic reactions, please share it to them. Let them know that there's some other options out there. Okay. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. And I look forward to dropping the next episode next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Underlying Answers podcast. If you'd like to be notified when another podcast comes out, be sure to click subscribe or follow us on any of the main social media channels at The Underlying Answers. You can also join my free Facebook group called The Underlying Answers to Mast Cell Disorders and Allergies. Have a beautiful day and thanks again for listening in.